This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Jumping off an hour two of the Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgating Show here on WWL Live from Drago's Seafood Restaurant and Oyster Bar. I-10 and College is where you can find us. And, Herb, uh, we'll continue to talk about LSU and UAB, but I want to talk about Clemson and Miami right now. Clemson's putting it on Miami, but they just had a turnover here. Watch this big guy scoop up this football. I love watching these big guys run because in their mind, they're running a 4 3 they, They're definitely running a 4 one Yeah, yeah they're going to tell you that, too. <laughs> you see how fast I was running? But watch this guy, this D lineman, pick up the ball uh, and, and, and go on a little bit of a run here. I just love watching big guys with their hands on the football because, again, it's their very rare opportunity because they don't touch the ball very much and how much they cherish it. And See, one player already gave up on a play. And he's, That's right. And the D lineman's going to scoop it up and run for it. They're, they're reviewing this play. Um, That's a fumble. It should be. Definitely a fumble. But it's almost going backwards. Am, am I wrong, though, about these big guys? They, no. They, they like, think they're running four three forty. Like John Madden says, they're rumbling and stumbling. Yeah, and yeah. <laughs> That's it. They all think that they're running, the, you know, a four one forty, but they're running 6-2. I mean, you ran a 4-3. You know what that feels like. I know exactly what that feels like, and I know what it looks like. It yeah. does not look like what we just saw. <laughs> I can tell you that. Clemson, <laughs> uh, number nine, 26-3 on top of Miami. Uh, just started the fourth quarter, and that one updating you. Ohio State and Maryland is in the third quarter, winding down, waning moments of the third quarter. Yep. Ohio State on top, 20-13, to and Auburn and Western, Western Kentucky are tied at 17 apiece with 11 minutes remaining in the third quarter in that one. And we're looking at Marvin Harrison Jr. for Ohio State just ripping off a big play. But uh, what do you think of him as a receiver, man? I think he's pretty good. I think. I mean, I think Ohio State always has decent receivers. Um, I, I think Marvin Harrison Jr. has a lot of similarities to his dad, but he's not nowhere near on that level yet, of course. Sure. But he looks um, like he's taller. He might be a little bit taller, but he does have. He has some 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 really good speed, good hands. His route running ability is pretty cool. I think he's fine. He'll be okay. I think he'll be at the next level as well. What do you think um, of LSU's growth at receiver in particular? We know about Boutique, but um, have, have you seen enough of those playmakers uh, make progress this year? I, I've seen them make leaps, and then I've seen them go backwards. Mm-hmm. Like last week, they dropped a few passes that they should not have dropped. Um, they kind of left uh, Jalen hanging a little bit. And, that, and that's what I wanted to talk about last week's game and how important, how pivotal that game was. Because that was easily, last year, we would have lost that game. We would not have won that game. Yeah. For this team to, to, to grind out and grit out a win like that is very important because those wins are just as important as the 44 to nothing wins because they're probably even more important because it tells them that they don't have to be flashy to win. It's, those are the, 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 the stat line wins that you don't see that are glamorous, but they're there, and they help you get to that 9-2 and two record or whatever the record is to be able to continue to say, well, all we got to do is win tonight against UAB, win against 
um, t- Texas A&M and then having that opportunity to beat Georgia in de- on December 3rd to be able to potentially go into the playoffs. Because if they lose last week, I don't think you go to the playoffs, no matter if you beat Georgia, right. to be honest with you. I don't think they put a three-loss LSU team in there. And so that builds the confidence, and I think that's also builds the team camaraderie and it brings those guys together. They know we can, you know, we may not play perfect, but we still know how to grind out a win. I love it. I love that win. 16-6, to six, Kentucky trails Georgia. They just went up for a big play. It looks like Kentucky came down with the football. Uh, but number one, Georgia, getting all they, all they can – all they want from Kentucky, that's for sure. It's the SEC. That's what yeah. happens, man. You know, they, they might they, Kentucky might be Kentucky, but they're going to play to the best of their ability no matter what, especially while they're playing in Lexington. It's going to be very difficult for Georgia to just go in there and blow anybody out. That's why it's the SEC, exactly why it is. Harold Perkins, Jr., true freshman. Um, <laughs> like, it's going to be scary. He's just scratching the surface here, Herb, and, and his ability. What was he – I mean, can you imagine? He was playing on high school football fields this time a year ago. Yeah, I know exactly all about it. I, I mean, I was that's there nuts. too. <laughs> I was there too. Yeah. I'm going to tell you what I think about those types of situations. I think I've said this in the past. His talent is absolutely off the charts. People say, well, wait till he actually knows what he's doing. He knows what he's doing. That's my point. My point is, you're seeing what he's going to be the next three years. He's just going to get a little bit faster, a little bit stronger. He's going to learn a couple of more moves. Here and there, and he's just going to be as just as dominant. Because how how more dominant can you be? You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And so what I'm the reason why I'm saying that is because I I hear a lot of people on you know other other platforms and different things like that. They all have said, wait till he starts to learn the game even more, or has more uh, understanding of his uh, I guess technique. And I'm like, this did you not see a couple of those techniques that he used yeah. last week? I mean, he just literally went under some guys while bending the, was the, great. While bending the oh, corner yeah. and then also had the awareness, not, if I'm not going to sack him, I'm going to put my hand out on his wrist or hand or whatever. It's hand placement. That, to me, is invaluable. You need to – that's something that's just a knack that you know. A lot of guys will go like this, and they're trying to uh-huh. hit with the shoulder instead of going to swipe and then tackle, right? He did a phenomenal job, and I think he's going to be great. He is great, and I think – I think that he's the type of kid that's going to have other kids that's like him want to come to LSU next year and the year after and the year after and the year after. Well, the only critique I'm going to say about Harold Perkins Jr., and it applies to every incoming, any true freshman, he's going to get, he's going to get bigger. He's going to get bulkier. That's it. And that'll come. And once he's in a, a major weight program like LSU, mm-hmm. just watch him over the next year and the year after. He's going to be He's going to look. He's going to start to fill in. He's got NFL talent. Yep. Here comes the NFL body. He's got to start filling in that NFL body. And that's the reason why kids don't go from high school to the NFL. Yeah. You can't because you have to get that body. That body has to come. And you're right. He will fill in or fill out, and he's going to be absolutely stunning. And he's going to be one of the top-tier players in the country, and everybody's going to be talking about him like they were Jadavian Clowney and, and, and I don't know, any and every other defensive person you can think of. When you saw him last week and dominate Arkansas, he had the flu. Uh-huh. He had the flu. Have you ever played with the flu? You ever, you ever played when you weren't feeling quite so well? And if you have, I, I, Bobby and I were talking about this this week, that it almost makes it almost the flu almost makes you concentrate even more or dials you in even more. I think that it, whatever you feel that's different than what you normally feel, like if it's you're off just a little bit, it makes you concentrate on whatever it is that you're doing. And I think that you're, you guys are right. I think you, you, you kind of zero in on 
and focus in on exactly all the techniques, the exact thing that you guys have gone through throughout the week, uh, different coverages, different defenses, different packages, and all these different things, and it makes you want to just take a step back and slow down just a hair so you can go faster. You know what I mean? It's, it, instead of trying to rush it, you're just, well, let me slow down just a minute so I can see it, then I can make it happen. And so I think you're absolutely right on that. I, and, and, look, just when you're sick or when you're, when you're not feeling good, you, we've always, we, we always talk about the Jordan game, right, when Jordan had the yeah, flu yeah. and how great he was then. But you saw he was sick. I mean, he was on the court about to pass out, and yeah. literally, but he just kept going and going and going. And, um, but it's just fun to watch those athletes. Those are supreme athletes that can do that, man. Yeah, and, and did you hear the, the exchange between him and Harold Perkins Jr., Brian Kelly and Harold Perkins Jr. before the game? You know, Michael, he said uh, MJ threw up before his biggest game, and Harold Perkins Jr. goes, who's MJ? <laughs> he's only 18. Yeah. You know, only 18. Um, he's and that, he's got to say Jordan. Yeah, Michael Jordan. because they know Jordan. Yeah, I mean, Jordan. MJ could be Michael Jackson. Well, they, right, correct. But they know the Jordan brand shoe. If you say Jordan, they're going to know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But if you say MJ, in my mind, I'm thinking you're talking about Michael Jackson. <laughs> Herb Tyler, <laughs> Christian Garrick. Just beat it, baby. <laughs> <laughs> we have too much fun sometimes. Like it, it's some of the things, we get a little silly, but we enjoy we enjoy uh, the show very much. She's out of my it's life. Drago's Seafood Restaurant and Oyster Bar is where you can find us. It's the Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgate and Show here on WWL. Herb Tyler, Christian Garrick, Drago's Seafood Restaurant and Oyster Bar, the char grilled oysters, outstanding. It's the home of the char broiled oyster, and I got some on the way. Can't wait till they hit the table. Herb, you know I don't order much else other than uh, these char-grilled oysters over here at Drago's. They're outstanding. Yep. Uh, you've had them. Um, they're man, delicious. they're great. Um, looking at the Maryland game against Ohio State, number two, Ohio State. Man, Maryland's game. They just scored again. They're within eight. Yeah. Uh, uh, Tunga Vailoa is, is playing really great today, as he always does. He's a outstanding quarterback, actually. He's a uh, really good little quarterback. And um, Ohio State is Ohio State. They're always going to let whoever hang in at whatever and then pull away. You know, I saw a stat that was um, amazing to me was it showed the top ten play, uh, uh, schools in the country. And it was showing their opponents and what the opponent's win-loss record was. And I think Ohio State's opponent's win-loss record was one of negative wins. I think it was like 42 and, and 58 or something like that. And LSU's win-loss record's opponents was like 58 and 42. Uh-huh. And that, to me, tells a lot. That's a big story always when we're looking at these Big Ten schools. Um, they, 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 they look like they're really great because they're playing lesser-tier opponents. Just like you were talking about with the Kentucky-Georgia game, it's like, okay, so why is Kentucky hanging with Georgia? Because Kentucky is a really good team. I guarantee you Kentucky can go to the Big Ten, and they'll probably be third, third or fourth in, in that league all day long. But they're going to be sixth or seventh in – the SEC all day long. Because so, of the strength of the conference. strength of the conference. So, but, yeah, but, you know, you, uh, Maryland's playing really good right now, and I think they'll, they'll always have a chance and opportunity to beat Ohio State, and I think anybody in the Big Ten will always have that. Kentucky just missed a field goal. Bad snap, and then the holder, you know, it's like, uh, what's that movie? Uh, what's from Pet Detective, that character? Where, Ace Ventura? Ed, yeah, Eddie Van Winkle. Um, with laces <laughs> oh, out. yeah, yeah, yeah. Laces out. Well, the laces were in, and. We all know what happens when the laces are in. He shanked it left. He shanked it left. That's right. Could have drawn the score reminds within me, seven points. Reminds me of an Alabama kicker. Any year you want to pick. <laughs> <laughs> 16-6, to six, uh, Georgia on top of Kentucky. Uh, four minutes remaining 
and that ball game. So, and look, here's what's going to happen after this game. They're going to people are going to say, "Well, Georgia only beat them by ten. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? So what? I mean, that's where I don't. What I don't like about college football, opposed to the NFL, style mm-hmm. points matter in college. It does. It you does. Know, um, if you don't cover, that's somehow a penalty to you. Uh, and it shouldn't be. A and win I, is a win. And I think that's why I hope I think things are going to change whenever they go to that, that different playoff system with the, the more teams. Yeah. So it's going to change a little bit. And um, But still, those last couple of four spots are going to really be based upon style points. I agree 100%. But, you know, at the end of the day, college football has always been set up like that. Um, the style points get you what you get you. But but in my point, in my opinion, just like yours, Georgia's 10-0 right now. And if they win this game and they win by three points or they win by five points, they're 11-0. How many other teams out there can say that? Is None. it one? Yeah, T- TCU? TCU and, and, and Georgia. And, 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 and that's it, right? Yeah. Well, I think Ohio State. Are they undefeated? They're undefeated. Yeah, yeah, yeah but, but, but here's the, my case. The number is, one team in the country, though, is the caveat. And you're 11-0. And you're playing in the SEC. Yeah. So that's a whole nother. <laughs> that's, that's like playing in the NFC West right now, you know? Yeah. <laughs> They should be able to play in the NFC West right now. They'll probably be number two. Is tonight the night, if you're uh, Brian Kelly, you get Walker Howard a, a little opportunity? You can still be a, a red shirt. I, I don't know. And I, and I wanted to ask Mike that. I wanted to see what's the, the, the physical health of the team, right? Like, it, how healthy are they at this present moment? Because I know this is also a time where, the, where the, you know, the, those nicks and those those injuries and those, those aches and pains are there and there's things you've been dealing with for four games or five or two or whatever. And I don't know if you use I don't know if you use Walker tonight. Okay. I think I think you I think if you do use anybody, I think you utilize um Nussmeyer because okay. he's gonna be the guy that's gonna step in if something happens to Daniels, I think personally. I got you. I just think that if Jaden Daniels comes back, Nussmeyer's transfer. You know, it depends on how. So it depends on how Daniels finishes the season out. If he finishes the season out really well, strong like he did, like that three-game stretch run that he had throwing the football, he might have an opportunity to come out. He might take, he might jump at that. Now, here's the other caveat to that. The other caveat to that is, I'm saying that based upon, well, I got an opportunity to go make some money. Well, right now you can do that in the college, the NIL. If you get some NIL deals, and that might come back to him, you might say, you know what, I'm coming back. I still would like to see that. Um, I, I just don't know. I don't know the climate of where Coach Kelly is with Nussmeyer and also Walker Howard. Yeah, I, I, I get just it. don't know. I think if you're Jaden Daniels, you're, 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 you are conflicted. But it is going to depend on how you finish the season. But also, I think you can make the argument, look how much you developed. Let us develop you one, one more, more year. year. Yep. Maybe put you in, a, in, in the first round, perhaps. You'll mm-hmm. be in the Heisman Trophy conversation if the trajectory continues. So I think Jaden Daniels ends up coming back for a year, regardless of how he finishes. But you never know. You don't know everybody's financial situation either, Herb. You don't know family's financial situation. These guys sometimes feel like, hey, I'm doing – got to do this now because this, this is when I'm the hottest and I want to I get my family taken care of and I want to start punching the clock. It's not always, Herb, about getting into the NFL. These guys know they're going to be in the NFL, but it's punching the clock early on that rookie contract. That's right. At a younger age. That's right. You punch that clock early. You can, and you know, you have a, you have an opportunity. That's one more year you gain uh-huh. yep. because you're not losing that year. So, I think that uh, it's, it's definitely something that's exciting. It's something that they look forward to. And one of the biggest things they need to do is to figure out exactly what that means. Like in other words, with taxes and and how it all breaks down with 
with, with the, you know, certain amount of money that you make and what you're actually bringing home at the end of the day, plus your agents and all these other fees that you're paying for whatever. You know, you got to be smart about that. You have to understand what that means. Yeah, that's my concern about NIL mm-hmm. is, you know, I don't want some young man to, you know, get uh, NIL for $2 million and all of a sudden he doesn't put the right amount aside. He doesn't have anybody advising him. And that's where it's gray. These universities – I don't think really know how exactly to help them manage that, and it's different across each school. And yeah. I think that if there's a gripe I have about it, it's that. I think there's a way that each school is gonna gonna figure out how to manage that. I think that's a I think that's a society problem issue because we should be teaching our kids at a very early age about taxes, about how to money manage, and things of that nature. And we don't do it. Even some as parents, we don't do it all the time. But that's just an issue that we need to try to figure out. Um, and I'm sure that the colleges are smart enough to understand that, hey, these guys are not now starting to get paid NIL money. And so now we need to have some kind of program in place to teach them. So if you have this range or in this tax bracket, this is how much you have to pay, whatever, blah, 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 blah. Jimmy Smith, publisher of TigerDetails.com. And, Jimmy, welcome to the show. Thanks for the time. And here's what I would like for you today. The Chargold Oysters just hit the table for me. So if I ask you a question, feel free to be long-winded. It's totally okay so I can eat these <laughs> char-grilled oysters. Uh, it ain't going to take him long, Jimmy, to eat those oysters. I'm going to tell you. Now. Yeah, I just admit, I eat homemade tacos. Woo! <laughs> Jimmy, this is uh, – look, this is a UAB team here that's uh, – this is not no um, junior varsity. It, uh, what I'm saying is this is a very game trailblazer team, one not to be overlooked by LSU. Yeah, and I think, you know, of all the SEC opponents this week, I think LSU has one of the more difficult ones. And what's interesting here is LSU's strengths um, are kind of countered by UAB strengths, you know, and they have some very good coaching over there. Their defensive coordinators received high praise for years now. I mean, they've got a, a lot going for them. They've got a really good running game. LSU's got a really good front seven. Something's got to give there. They don't allow many yards through the air. LSU's been, I don't want to say dynamic, but but rather effective in, in four out of the last four games passing the ball. So if you allow them to establish the run and grind that clock down and run up the play count and things like that and let them hang around, it could be a, it could be a tough game, you know. Um, this isn't going to be a pushover. This isn't just some cupcake team that they threw on the schedule. UAB's a quality football program with future NFL players on the roster. Jimmy, I know you're really close to paying attention to what's going on with this team. Can you talk a little bit to how they feel health-wise? Like, um, you know, it, it, do we do we need to be concerned with anybody that has any lingering health issues moving forward from this game to the SEC championship? You know, I really like the way that this Brian Kelly-led medical training staff has kind of handled this thing and the strength and conditioning coach and everything that goes into it. They know that the season's long. And they know that, you know, the health of a team can ultimately determine, you know, what, what that team looks like at the end of the year. And so they've been really cautious throughout the year. Um, guy gets a concussion, should be on the shelf a week or two. They give him an extra week beyond that, an extra two weeks beyond that. Mm-hmm. They don't seem to be trotting guys out there with concern injuries to preserve their bodies, to make sure that they're fully healthy when they are actually on the field. We saw it with Jack Besh who struggled with some shin splits and things of that nature. Um, as soon as they, they die, as soon as they see him laboring a little bit, 
out he comes, and he's going to sit a week and recover. So um, the staff does a really good job of protecting these players, letting their bodies heal properly, not forcing them onto the field too soon. And as a result, I think you have one of the healthier LSU teams we've seen down the stretch in quite some time. Of course, there's bumps and bruises along the way. Um, some guys have sprains. Some guys are dealing with these minor injuries. Um, but we've seen very few significant injuries outside of maybe Mason Smith at the beginning of the year, which is kind of a freak accident on a celebration play. Um, and, and for the most part, I think that's a large part to do with the strength and conditioning coach and the way that they've kind of handled the development and protecting these guys' bodies and not wearing them down throughout the season. Jimmy Smith, publisher of TigerDetails.com. Jimmy, we've talked a lot about the development of Jaden Daniels at quarterback. In particular, if he finishes this thing off strong, do you think he stays at LSU or do you think he, he heads for the NFL draft? I think so. I think he stays, and I'm going to tell you why. I don't think NFL scouts care about the stats. And if you look at Jaden Daniels' stats, you think, oh, yeah, that's a future NFL player. If you watch the film, you realize there's a lot of growth that still needs to happen on his part mm-hmm. before he can contribute at the next level. Um, you know, he's he's been very effective doing what they do that catered an offense around him. Um, but let's not remember, through the first half of the season, this was a guy that was struggling to go through his progressions, struggling to identify snaps, uh, to identify blitz pre-snap, um, you know, and, and has had difficulty finding open receivers when he is scrambling, when he is buying that extra time with his legs. He kind of tucks the ball and turns into a runner. These are things the NFL teams are going to recognize and realize. I would be shocked right now, honestly, if an NFL team were to draft him anywhere above round five. I think that would be a ceiling in this year's draft. Yeah, he's got a good arm. Yes, he's athletic. He's put up good numbers. But when you break down the film and you see how many open receivers that he failed to identify, how many blitzers came free that he failed to identify, when you start breaking down that film as an NFL scout, you realize this guy still has some work to do. And I think that's what the LSU coaches are telling him. Look, you've been highly successful. One more year, if we can round out some of these – some of these issues and, and turn them into strengths of yours, you could become a high draft pick. Right now, I just don't see it. I'd be shocked if an NFL team took him in the first three or four rounds of the draft. That's I'll give you one, Jimmy, I'll, gi- I'll give you one name that's currently in the NFL that ruined it for one-year productive guys. Mitchell Trubisky. Yep. Ruined it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, cause, I think- that, that causes fans well, – I mean, uh, scouts, what, what's going to happen is if you're discussing Jaden Daniels Every scout in the room, every coach in the room is going to say, wait a minute, there's a guy in Pittsburgh that's a backup that was picked before Patrick Mahomes and others that had one-year production, one. And that's what it would be for Jaden Daniels. Yeah, and Trubisky was phenomenal that year from start to finish. You could say for Jaden Daniels, this has been a half-year success story. The first half of the season, he was average. You know, and so NFL teams aren't going to look and say, man, he was really good in four or five games. I think he's worthy of a high draft pick. I think he still has a long ways to go in the eyes of the NFL scouts. And I th- I fully expect him to return. I'd, ra- I'd be rather shocked at this point if he were to leave LSU for the NFL after this year. Jimmy Smith, publisher of TigerDetails.com. Jimmy, um, Thanksgiving traditions, what do you got at, your, at the uh, Smith household? What's the, what's the side item that has to be had? Oyster dressing. There you go. That's right. Not a big That's dressing right. guy, 
But you throw some oysters in it and do it the right Louisiana way, that's quality stuff. My mom introduced us to it when I was little, and it's kind of what we scramble for every year. Who's getting the oyster dressing? Do we need to pick some up from somewhere? Do we need to, you know, what's the deal? Who's bringing it? And that's really what I try to stay away from is more than one or two dressings. You know, I really don't like a ton of dressing. I could do without the turkey. Not a big fan of turkey, but I better have my, my ham. You know, so there's some things that I definitely want. Um, but, but most of all, that oyster dressing, that once-a-year oyster dressing is really what I crave. You know what I, like, refused to eat all the time growing up um, was the cranberry. Cranberry. I don't like it I either. can't yeah. eat it. I can't do it either. My parents used to have it every year. And it was a can. It came in a yeah, can. Yeah. It just slid out. I'm like, that can't be good. It can't taste good. No. And I remember my mom saying the thing, you know, they say, well, it's good for this or it'll make you strong. My mom used to say, it's, it's good. It helps cleanse your bladder. Never before have I wanted to eat something because it cleansed my bladder. You know, so it, nothing about cranberries appeals to me, and so uh, yeah, I, I can definitely follow suit with that and say I'm not. Yeah, I'll still, I'll stay away from the cranberry as well. I, I don't want that, but I do want my ham. I'm with you on the ham thing. Okay, yams or pumpkin pie? Ooh, yams, yams for me. Pumpkin yeah, pie. Put some marshmallows on it, and not just yeah. melt them, but make them a little crusty on the top. Ooh. That's right. That's right. All right. All right, Herb, uh, Herb Tyler, Christian Garrick, Jimmy Smith, publisher of TigerDetails.com. Jimmy, before we let you run, what's on the site? All this good stuff, looking to UAB. Um, actually working up some piece for Monday on what to expect when the season's over. Who could be eyeing the NFL? Kind of the topic we had here with Jaden Daniels, but it's not just Jaden Daniels. There's guys like Greg Brooks, Dequell and Roy, all these guys. Um, that could be up for the NFL draft or could return. So we're going to be addressing that Monday. Um, been hammering the phones all week, calling families, calling agents, calling everybody I can to get a good grasp on what to expect. So I'm not trying to look too far ahead, but, you know, the future of this LSU team is bright, especially if some of those key pieces can, can return. So that's what the focus of the site is about to be over the next week. LSU favored by 14 and a half, 15. You, you're picking them to cover or not? Man, I think that's that's an that's interesting number because I, yeah, I think UAB is going to run the ball. I think this ball's the, the clock's going to run a lot in this game. I don't see LSU getting up to thirty plus points. I think it could be a twenty-seven, thirteen type game, which puts you right around that spread. I'd hate to have to bet this game, um, <laughs> but honestly, because of that half point, if it were fourteen, uh, I might take LSU and feel comfortable about a push. With that half mm-hmm. point, I might lean UAB. I think they stay in this game, and I think it's going to be around that 14-point range. So Vegas knows what they're doing here. I'd be shocked to see this swing one way or the other too far from that point of 14 points. Uh, That's right. 14-point favorite a- for LSU. Be aware of the, the bad beat and getting beat on a backdoor spread, a backdoor cover. Yes. LSU could be in control of this, be covering, and then – a, a, a late touchdown, all of a sudden you lose. LSU wins, but you lose the spread. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not feeling very good about this game as a better. I would I would stay away from it. It's not one that, that piqued my interest when I was looking at the cars this week. Um, I think it could go either way, to be honest. Thank you, man. All right, guys. Take care. Happy Thanksgiving. Same to you, Jimmy. Thank you, man. Where's my manners, Herb? I was absent-minded there for a second. Took a bite of this bread. It was just calling me. I you, couldn't help it. You couldn't help it, buddy. It's okay. We'll, we'll forgive you for that one. On the air. Shame on me. That's, all, that's right. all Tommy's fault. We're going to blame Tommy on that, okay. right? So, yeah, that's it. It's the Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgating Show. 
Uh-oh, Maryland just scored a touchdown. That would put them with the extra point within three. Yep. We're live from Drago Seafood Restaurant and Oyster Bar here in Baton Rouge on WWL. Back here on the Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgate and Show, live from Drago's Seafood Restaurant and Oyster Bar, Herb Tyler, Christian Garrick. 33-30, to 30, Ohio State on top of Maryland. Eight minutes to go in that ball game. That's an intense, intense ball game there. And that, that'll be interesting, then, if Ohio State can close this out. Uh, number two in the country, sitting at 10-0. and 0. That's why I didn't acknowledge Ohio State as that team. When we're talking about 11-0. They're not 11-0 yet. They're 10 no, That's right. That's right. That's they right. They haven't won this game. And that would be a big, big upset for Maryland over and, Ohio State. And, and I'm personally looking for Ohio State to be 10-1 and one after this game. Yeah, I like, I like Buckeye tears. We talk about gump tears. I, yep. love, I love Buckeye tears. I do, too. And I know we have a, a strong contingent of, of Buckeye <laughs> fans back home in New Orleans. I, I, know, I, I know of you, and that's okay. We're glad you support the show, but it doesn't mean we have to support necessarily Ohio State winning the game, in particular for um, Maryland. And you know what I, what I really want? Honestly, why I pull for so many upsets, I want to see the college football uh, selection committee being a real, a real, a real, a real uh, conundrum. I want them. To, right. I want chaos. That's I want right. sheer chaos. Yes, you know, just because it's it, they got to deal with it. It's a system they created, and they got to deal with it. I agree, and it's tough and it's difficult when everybody is, you know, when every, no one's undefeated. <laughs> well, how do you how do you yeah. figure that out? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, I, I know you and I have talked. You're you're in favor of the expansion of the playoffs in a couple of years. I am. I am very much in favor of. It. Yeah, I'm. I'm not. Michigan remains unbeaten. So you would rather go back to or, or stay as is? No, they, I don't want the expansion. You rather stay like it is. I think four is the right amount. If how anything, do you, how do you get those four in there when you have the craziness going on? Uh, That's the problem. Yeah, I just I just think that twelve teams. I don't think – oh, C.J. Stroud looks like he's a little banged up. Yeah, he's got a little limp going. Um, I, I don't think you can – we're going to see too many 12, two upsets. Or, so one, one, two, one through four would get a bye. So, so, so five and 12 would play. I think you're going to see a lot more fives have a chance to beat a, a one or a two than a 12 if they survived it in the first game. I agree. But then again, you got the NIL situation here now. So, okay. so now that may be a little bit more of a way to get some of those – um, different type of caliber players that go to those 12s, 11s, 10 teams, you know. Um, and, and then you just never know what's going to happen, though, on a, Sunday, on a Saturday, though, because right now we think, we both think the only team that's going to, that's a for sure win 99% of the time is going to be Georgia. Everybody else beyond that we think can be beat by anybody else. Don't we think that? Yeah. So that's that's what makes me feel really strongly about the expansion to 12 teams because then I think that somebody from that from that six or five to twelve can upset somebody at some point, and it may not be every year, and it may not be, um, you know, something that's consistent. But I think the opportunity is there, and I think we'll get there. I think the appeasement to the ones to the conferences that complain that when SEC <laughs> yeah, teams two people, are yeah. there's two out of the four in the SEC that are in the national championship conversation or the playoffs. I think yeah. that's what this is. It's an appeasement. And uh, I think it waters down the importance. We're already seeing some players on teams that are left out of the playoff picture. They're not even playing in a bowl. Right. If they're going to the NFL, nah, I'm, I'm shutting it down. So do you, you, you think this is some sort of, a, I guess, a trial period then for 12 teams? You I think they do six years of it and then go back to four if it doesn't work? No, I think anytime you go more, you, anytime, anytime you get you bigger, go back, huh? you're not getting smaller. Gotcha. 
All right, he's Herb Tyler. I'm Christian Garrick. It's the Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgating Show here live from Drago Seafood Restaurant and Oyster Bar. I-10 and college is where you can find us. We'll wrap up the show next. Get Herb's three keys, four keys to victory for LSU against UAB. This is WWL. Herb Teasy about to get down on some charbroiled oysters. That's right. Teasy off the Drago Seafood Restaurant, Oyster Bar here in Baton Rouge. I-10 and college. It's the Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgate and Show. Herb, before we wrap it up, give me three keys for LSU to get a victory over UAB. So they got to start fast. They got to forget last week and forget next week. And they have to play hard. They got to get rid of the, the weather. Cannot be a factor. So... I'm saying all these things to say one thing. They need to be focused. They need to be focused on what they need to do and what's ahead of them and what's in front of them. But what that means is the, the, the now, tonight. That's it. And then I think that, uh, you know, they got to stop the run in UAB. If they can do that, I think we'll be fine. I think um, put some points up, 30 points or more, we should win the game. I don't know if you get the 30 points. If you get the 25, you should be good. Um I just, I just, I really feel strongly about how Brian Kelly's going to have these guys ready to roll. Herb, I think this is a game where it's close for a half, and then that, that weight that LSU starts leaning on UAB, and then it kind of opens it. up a little bit. That's it. The SEC power is going to take over, baby. All right, Herb, that's a wrap. Take us to the house, baby. Amen. Remember, I hope everybody had a great day and have a great night. Remember, God loves you. I love you. And go Tigers, baby. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.